Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. John Jastrzemski, you were we ran that contest to find the the new sportscasters, the new talk show hosts. I'd say probably five times, four times, five times. I'm not sure. You might remember if it's four or five, I don't remember. It might have been five times. I think it's five. Okay. Mons was even producing when we started, which I didn't even remember. But you were in the second group, right? That's right. Okay. Now, tell me, did, did we do yours at Bar A? I did. Oh, we did? Okay. thousand people, whole okay. deal, now, South here Side we go. Johnny. All right, here we go. So this is uh, Jastrzemski, JJ, who's here now. First of all, tell me when you work. What's your schedule? So I now work Sunday to Monday, Thursday to Friday, Saturday Sunday to Sunday. Sunday to Monday is at what time? Overnight. A complete overnight? Yeah. Is it started at 2 o'clock? 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, okay. give it take. Okay, okay. And you work Sunday to Monday. Thursday to Friday. Thursday to Friday. Saturday to Sunday, which I love, by the way. Saturday During Sunday. the football season, I love doing Saturday that shift. Sunday. Okay. And then a variety of whatever shifts, turning needs. So, exactly. And then you're on CNN. I've seen you on the couch at CNN now. Uh, oh, they make uh, you look good. Right? It's amazing, right? I mean, uh, SNN. I see you SNN, there now. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, SM, SNN. I, I watch CNN. That's why I see that. So, or, or CNBC. I don't watch SNY that much. But I've seen you. I see uh, Lakata. I see Melusis. I see you. I saw you on there the other day. You that's were right. on there. Um so, you know, it's funny. Some of these beat writers now, beat writers now, now that I haven't seen, you see them there. I don't even know who they are because they're, they're like, haven't, I've never seen these guys. Well, because they don't them. put the picture in the paper no, anymore. Never so, seen like, them. so, you know, you don't even know some of those guys. So you've been doing that too. So tell me, the year you had the contest, which was 2000 what? 2011. 2011. Long time. Man, man this is 2018. That's a long time. It's 2011. That's why I'm getting great too, Mike. You're in the contest. Well, you got, you got a ways to go. Yeah, I'm working. Okay. How old are you now? 30. Oh, disturbing. 30. Very disturbing. 30. I remember 30. Gee, that's a long time ago, 30, man. I'll tell you. I hadn't even started on the fan. I didn't start on the fan until I was 32. That's crazy. How about wow. that? Wow. Okay, Jeez. now, 2011, tell me, and I'm going to see if I – I don't think I could name – I'll throw out names. Tell me if they were in your contest. Was Creighton in your contest? Finalist. He was in your contest. Okay. Yeah. Was it Patrick Creighton? That's right. Okay, Creighton. Um – Julio, is he in your contest? No, following year, judged him. Great guy. Those evenings down in Philadelphia. He works in Philly, right? Yeah. Some of these guys have done okay. Creighton's got a show too, right? No Doesn't doubt. SB Nation, I think. All right, so Creighton has a show. Julio has a show. So Creighton, yourself, I- I'm not going to get anybody else. Who else? Give Craig me- Sussman, first guy. I think he does fantasy stuff for SiriusXM. Craig Sussman? Yeah. Okay, so Craig Sussman. Go ahead. Was Who else? Then it was me. Patrick Creighton. Were you third? Second. Second. Yeah. Okay. Creighton never won. He was a finalist. Okay. 
So Julian will following year. Okay. Now who who was in your five again? So you, Sussman, Craig. No, no, no. Sussman was a judge. Oh, he was a judge. He was a okay. judge. So you don't know. Can you name the guys? No. Aside from oh, Patrick Crane, I cannot. You can't you can't name him anymore. Nope. Okay. Either can I. So yeah. that tells you I can't name him either. So you you won that second year. That's right. Okay. Now what happened right after that? So basically you do that one to three shift for a year. All so right. I do that shift. And what happened after the got shift Got positive ended? feedback. They started giving me more work. It so was they one of those always things. gave you work right away? Basically, I mean, some days it'd be like two or three days a week. What else Other did you days do? What be... else, when you were working one to three, yeah. Yeah, two, they were paying you, right? That's right. Okay. But you only got two hours a week. Yeah. What did you do the rest of the time that year? Nothing? Not much. Were you out of school already? I was out of school. So you, you just basically, and you, couldn't, you were looking for work, but you didn't get well, any other work Well, basically, here's yeah. what it came down to. I loved being here. Okay. So it wasn't one of those so things So you became where, part of the station right away. Basically, where okay. I was like, let me see how it plays out for a year. Okay. If it turns out after a year, I got to go you know, back on the market and look right. for another job. I'll do so. Okay. But ultimately, I always wanted to be here. Okay. I mean, it's what I grew up with. You know what I mean? Okay. So here you are. You got one to three. That's right. And now they started giving you fill-in work. When did you get in a rotation where you had gotten far enough with turnoff that you were in the rotation? You knew you were going to get work every week. Um, How many I, years ago? I think it started right after I won the contest. Oh, really? So you've been in he the rotation. Gave me Saturday into Sunday. Right. And the way it would work with you, right. taking all the time off in the summer, right. guys would slide up overnights in the evenings or whatever would pop up. Right. And I had so enough I did income that on coming in. To make sure you guys oh, could you get go. work. That we was appreciate the idea. that. That there was you go. the idea. Yeah. That's the reason I have money in my bank account. So I guess, you know, I could thank I you for that. I tried to take much time off so that people could slot in trickle effect. Trickle hey, down. I'll That's take it. it, man. Trickle down Francesa economics, That's I guess. exactly right. That's exactly right. So we get everybody into the mix. So you would get more shows in the summer, obviously. Of course. Obviously. And holidays and all that but stuff. But during the winter, did you... During the fall, when everybody is in place all the time, like from September to Christmas, everybody's in place unless they're sick the whole time, okay? Like, I always feel you don't miss a show there unless there's something wrong with you. So during that time, did you get a gig in the fall, like a, a regular gig, or did you just have to wait for Well, the here's what really helped me out. Two things. Number one, the open nights. Games when we wouldn't have the Mets City Yankees. You'd have, like, that 10 o'clock show. Chernoff would find a way to get me involved. Gotcha. Then you'd also have the network, and I started to do oh, fill so you work. do stuff on the network too. Correct. Oh, yes. Okay. So I don't have like a set schedule over there, right. but it would basically be the same sort of deal. Have you worked with anybody extensively in a two-man show? Not that much. I mean, who's the I've, person you work with the most? I've probably done you know seven shows with people. I did so one or two shows. Of, you've done most of your shows by yourself, Correct. which is unusual nowadays because most places a lot of, they pair people up now. There's not. Well, a lot I'm going to so, be honest. I kind of like it. Well, yeah, so do I. And I mean, so, listen, because you get a chance, as you know, to interact with the callers in a way that you can't when you're working with two guys. No, it's much different. A whole different deal. But so you've mostly worked by yourself. Yeah, I did a few shows with Evan, which was great. Right. I worked with Maggie Gray over at the network. She okay. was great. Um, I did some shows with C.J. Nikowski. Okay. The pitcher. They had like a baseball right. show that I would fill in for, you know, right. from time to time. So for the most part, I'd say 90% of the shows I've done by myself, but those are the few people All I've right, worked with. And now with. you hear, this is now seven years since you win the contest, right? Almost seven years, six, seven years later. It's 2018. Now you're part of the fan. You got a schedule, the whole deal. What's, what's your typical week? What do you, how many days do you work where? I mean, you work three days here, right? Where else do you work? S&Y. You do S and Y, basically send a couple an email. times a week. Yeah, once, twice a week, give or take. Okay. Um, I do some part-time stuff over at MLB.com. Okay. Not on air per se, but it's you know put oh, money in the bank work. account. Okay. Yeah, it's good okay. to you know. Are you married? I have a wonderful girlfriend. 
How long you been with? How long? I mean, you, pl- you didn't get you're not planning to get married yet. Are you well, thinking about we're it now? Working on that. Just, she, she might be listening. She now, might be. I know. So yeah. you never know. You haven't popped the question yet. So no, we have it? not. Okay. Okay. You we, know, radio. I, yeah, it's yeah. it's tough business here. You know, you got to have a lot of money in that bank account before you're going to do that. So Mike. you, you, have, know, you have the bank account or what? We're working on it. You're working on we're it. We're working on it. What's your hometown? Staten Island. And do you still live there now? I do. Looking to move to Brooklyn probably in the next couple of months. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're gonna, wait a second. I thought you Staten Island guys never abandoned Staten Island. Well, listen, there, I love know? Staten Island. I mean, I golf on Staten Island not well, by the way. Right. Not well. The okay. ball's shanking all over the place. Okay. Play baseball, actually, on Staten Island still. Okay. Love playing baseball. I play in a men's league. You do? I will do what the overnight do you play? Right field. Right field? Yeah, I run around the outfield. I slap the ball. Are you lefty or righty? Lefty. Lefty hitter. I don't have the pretty lefty swing, though. You know, like Maris has the pretty lefty swing. You're like Matty Alou. I slap the ball. Okay. You remember Matty Alou or no? No. Okay, before I'm a poor man's Ichiro. Okay. Poor man's. You remember Hunter Pence from the Giants? Sure. Same sort of player. No, he was a pretty good player. Yeah, but he slaps the ball over the place. He looks ugly, though. You yeah, know, you're, I will go to Hunter Pence, baseball. Though, okay? I mean, no, Hunter I, Pence listen, I am good. giving you the men's league comparison, okay. though. Okay. I like Matty Alou, but you don't even know who he is. No, us. I that's can't kinda, do that. Before that's my time. Sad Come that on. He doesn't know who Matt, do you guys know who Matty Alou is or no? I mean, I know the name. I don't know if I can give you a rattle off some stats. Boy, I tell you, it's a different world. It's a different man. It's unbelievable. Matty Come on, Alou, I'm young. Alou brothers, I mean, you mentioned Mental Maris. I'm going to know that. Matty Alou, I know the name. The Alou brothers. Yeah, well, hey, Sue. And Felipe. Moises. Yeah. Moises the kid. Yeah. Felipe was the best. And he was the manager with the Expos. Yeah, he was the best. Of the, he was a really good player. F- Matty was a guy who was like 5'5", who had a big bat, and when you slap the ball into the outfield to left field, hit 340. Bing, I could bat, be 330, 340. Bing, 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 just hit singles. And isn't it crazy now just these guys, you know, right. they're mentioning this with like If you look at Matty Alou, if I gave you Matty Alou's box. Uh, How many strikeouts? Oh, Matty Alou, 20? I'm going to give you in the year maybe 30. If he struck out 30, if, like, if you give me his good years, if he struck out 30 times, I would be absolutely stunned. If, if Matty Alou struck out 30 times in those years, I would be absolutely flabbergasted. He was a magician with the bat, and I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. He would hit 325, 330, 340, and he wouldn't get... He wouldn't get 10 extra base hits. He, he won the batting title in 66, and he struck out 44 times. 44, which I'm surprised he even struck out. And what, he hit one homer? Did he hit one homer that year? Two homers. Two home runs. Two home runs. He had 30, uh, here, here's a Matty Alou year. You ready? Here we go. Pirates. All right. Here we go. Matty Alou. 227-342 to win the batting crown. 183 hits, 86 runs scored, 18 doubles, 9 triples, 2 homers. Uh, 231 hits, 1 homer. 231 hits, 1 homer. Okay, and that year, uh, all of 40 RBIs. For his career, he hit 307, and he had 1,777 hits. And he was the typical, I mean, he was the, he was about five foot eight, little, and just dinked the ball Left-handed over left. Uh, Who would you compare him to now? Nobody. Is there nobody? Nobody him plays to? like that. Nobody. Nobody plays like that. Absolutely nobody. Nobody swings like that. Nobody plays like that. He was trying to hit the ball 130 feet in the air over the third baseman's head. That was basically it. That's what I should that's try it. to do mentally. Dink it, dink it, dink it. You know, and that's it. If he played back, he'd bunt. If not, he'd smack it over his head and just hit a bunch of singles. I mean, that was basically it. And playing in a great lineup, and that was it. And he, you know, Felipe would hit home runs. He could hit home runs. I mean, Felipe could hit 
30 home runs, 25 home runs. He was a really, really good player. So, I mean, but the, the, that was, you know, so you look for the old-time, you know, Alou brothers because there was three of them, as a matter of fact. The other one was Jesus Alou. So, um, so you're a little bit of a punch-and-judy hitter. That's the idea, yeah. All right. Staten Island. That's right. And so... Syracuse education. Can't forget about that. You went to Syracuse. Very pumped. We got Ty's battle coming back. They're going to be a big team next year. You so mark my words. you're a big Syracuse guy. Love Syracuse. Are you pro or anti Beheim? Oh, pro Beheim. Now, okay. I've been scolded by Beheim a couple of times. He scolded. But, like, listen, you know what it is? Beheim, That's like part Beheim, of the initiation, you know? Listen, you got to deal with it. I mean, I used to go out to dinner with Beheim. Every soup, every Final Four, we used to have a group that always went out on Thursday night. He was in the group. So was Majerus. God rest his soul. And he, you'd see a different side to him because he was funny as heck. But he loves to be the angry curmudgeon. Yeah, he loves that. He's a curmudgeon. He's, he's got a lot of George Young in him. Same thing. They just want to be difficult, and that's how he is. But really, he's actually a very good guy. He, he actually is. So, uh, And he's a very knowledgeable basketball guy. He's got a great opinion. No, you hear him on anything. I'm telling it's you, amazing. the best two opinions I ever heard in basketball for other teams were Beheim and a guy who was a great coach named Eddie Sutton. Those guys knew more. When you say they, this team was a good team, you watched because they knew. They watched other teams better than anybody I ever saw. I mean, they were unbelievable. They both were great at watching other teams on TV. Beheim knows if he tells your team's a really good team, be, beware. He and you knows. know his kid is going there next year. Oh, really? His kid's a sharpshooter. Really? And he made redshirt. So that means he's going to coach probably another five years. Well, you know, he's got a younger wife, and they've had younger kids. So, and he's still you know, killing it. Listen, yes. he's like fine wine, you know. Well, and he's a good he's athlete He's better himself, with the too. team. Great golfer. Great golfer. Great. Oh, great golfer. He's better with the team, great and you golfer. know this, that yeah. doesn't have expectations. Yeah, That's why I'm a little better. concerned. Like last year, yeah, you can nobody teach, said they'll make the tournament. What they do? Can Sweet teach, 16. You can, teach the, you can teach the zone, and they'll listen, and they'll scrounge. They'll scrounge on defense, which is what he wants. That zone has made him. It really has. You know, I, I go back to when he didn't even play zone. So back to the days when he didn't even play zone. They didn't play defense. You know, they played offense in those days. Now they play zone, and they play it well. They played a 2-3 Ben anybody in the country. So, I mean, that's what they've lived on. So you're a Syracuse guy, Staten Island, and what? what so what's what's the big what, – What's your other than sports, what's your thing? What do you do? What, I mean, what's your I deal? Mean, you come honestly, off Staten Island Mike, or what? What's yeah, your deal? I come off Staten Island. I work here. My girlfriend right. lives in Astoria. Okay. So I'm, like, bouncing around. I'm used right. to BQE She traffic. likes that you're in the radio business or what? Uh, it's funny. When we first started dating, I don't think she really knew right. that much about FAN. Her right. dad is a big FAN guy. Big fan right. of yours, by the way. Big fan so. of yours. So. No, big fan of yours. Okay. Uh, good golfer. Way better than me. Well, that doesn't Smokes the ball. Yeah, yeah okay. I suck. I mean, I own it. I'm yeah. terrible. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, sports my life, Mike. I mean, I like movies, you know. Yeah. I like history, minor history at Syracuse, but, like, I'm a, I'm a simple guy. You give me sports, you give me the blackjack table, the craps table, you give me, you know. You like craps. I love craps. You know, the I've dice, met, we have a group That's the here. best game to play. Oh, by, by far, far, best odds. But I never have been a craps player. I just don't like Why not? The, I don't like the setting of how it's played. What's not to I, like? I, I, see, I don't like the setting. Come on, uh, people you know get pumped up. Yeah, they're I don't like the setting. Not to, not to play serious. You see, I don't want everyone knowing what the, what, what the, what's going on. I'd rather play a singular game like than a blackjack. that game. Yes. But well, here's like my black, issue black, with blackjack. Black, black, People tedious. will screw you up it's on the also, table. They will. Plus, it's tedious, too. It's tedious. Especially if you take mons like me. Like, what I'll go do is I'll go down there, and I'll have them reserve the table for me, and I'll play, and I'll let mons play at the whatever denomination he wants to play at my table, as long as I'm playing enough to close the table, which they know me anyway, so they say yes. Except mons. Not only does he get excited, he get, you know, he's, he's out for a night, you know, when he doesn't have six kids running and jumping all over him. 
He spills drinks on the cards. Oh, I mean, it's Mods. like we got to wait for 20 minutes. I mean, it's stuff like that. I just, oh, man. I'm like, I, sorry, I can't dress him up and bring him out. He spills drinks on the cards. It's, 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 it's ugly. That just was ugly. bad. That was that, bad. It was, it was just, it was, it was, it was tough. Well, I, we were saying after tough. Bar 8, we're going to have to try and stage it to get down to AC. Right. Play some cards afterwards. Okay. And then now we can put some legalized sports bets in. See, I'm a big fan of that, Mike. Oh, so my, listen, I think, I think it's going to be good, but it's going to be a long time coming. It's not going to be as big a factor as you think. Early. But Atlantic City is going to be down there. Yes. They're going to want that sports book up by the start of yeah, football but it's season. Not, it's, again, but it's not going to change people's lives no, like because people it's credit. think. It's no, credit. not just that. They're not like, look, at the, look at today. You can bet $1,000. That's, you know, yeah, I, I mean, that's not going to change anybody's life. But for a lot of common people, oh, you know, they're going to be able to throw that $50 Yes, but in. they're worried about it affecting the games. It's not going to affect no. the games. There'll be a time where 20 years from now, when you got a kiosk right at the stadium where it's going to change the sports. Like they do in London. Which they will have. I it, saw that in London that, when I was there. That's probably 10 or 15 years away where you'll basically be able to bet at your seat. I mean, that'll happen. But, what, not, you know, not in the next five or ten years. There's, there's states that won't be online for five or six years. It's going to take them that long. I mean, some states have to put it on their on, on put it on their vote. Put up a vote in, in November. It has to go on the referendum. So some states, they might even have it for two or three more years. But it's amazing how, like, this stigma... Right. It's like gone. You know, like five, ten years ago, oh, it's if I would bring a handicapper on the air, I'd be getting screamed at. Now you listen to the audience. They want to hear this stuff. They want to know the ins and outs. And that's the best part about it. You could talk about, you know, line movement because of an injury, because of weather, because it is, because of that. And it relates to the games. But it's that whole aspect I've of Vegas. I've never had a problem with that. I love it. Yeah, I've never. I mean, you don't want to turn the show into just a gambling, gambling show. show. Yeah. But. Again, I've never had, a, I've never run away from that stuff. I just don't like him putting guys on who say, you know, I win ninety five percent of the games because we all know that's nonsense. Frauds. We all know it's it's not true. So, You've been doing well last yeah. couple of years. Well, by that's the way. fine. I mean, listen, you can have good years and bad. That's not the point. The point is, you want people just to tell you honestly what they're doing, and that's the end of it. Not take your money for picks because, listen, make your own picks. The idea, the fun parts, to make get, gather the information and make your Do own. Do it yourself picks. exactly and, and own it. Yeah, that's it. And own be it. a handicapper. That's yeah. it. Take listen, listen to whoever's opinion you like. It's like with stocks. You'll have certain guys that you like their opinion, and then you make your own decisions based on what you hear from them. That's all, and that's how you do it. I mean, that's the same way. It's no different than that. It's, it's really no different than the stock market. It's really the same thing. It's just, and it's going to change things, but not right away. But I do think what you're doing here, it will change it years from now. It will it'll change. It will become more of the show. I'll tell you what's going to really change. DraftKings, those guys – they're going to become a much bigger players. Oh, I believe it because they want to cut now. Right. They want to well, cut. They're going to be involved, and they're going to they're going to change all that stuff. Is going to become bigger. There's going to be more ways to participate in games. Like there used to be games played. I don't know if you've ever seen this at the stadiums where they you'd say, "What are the odds that this guy gets three hits in the doubleheader?" Wait, well, you can find it now five on your site. To one, yeah. Okay. Well, that's how they used to play in the in the bleachers in the old days. They used to have a guy out there who would be making yeah. book and write it down. Right, and that's like how, at the barber you know, shop. Can this you know? guy get three hits in the doubleheader? All right, the line is, you know, can Mayo get three hits in the doubleheader? Can this guy get a hit and a half in the doubleheader? That kind of thing. That stuff is going to be real. I mean, it's really going to happen. So it's going to change things dramatically. It really, it's going to. And change I don't the- like the live betting, by the way. I can't stand it because to me, if you have a feel for like the start of the game. The idea of watching a football game, you know, 15 minutes in, it's like, oh, I got to react. I got to take this. That's why the juice is crazy yeah, on those You bets. don't have to react to that. That's there, and we all know it's there now. And, that, uh, you know, and we're talking with John Jastrzemski, if you don't know the voice. He's a guy who does overnights and won the contest with me back in way long time ago. And he's been around the station. You know, 
JJ, what do you say? JJ at JJ night? after dark, baby. JJ after dark. Okay. There we go. Okay. So, we got to get you up one of these nights. No, no, no. Come on, listen, Mike. I'm let's up. go. I'm up. I know you're up. I don't sleep that much. Well, so listen, I'm if you're up. ever like, I've you know, watching you a game, radio. you want to rant and no, rave? I don't, I don't want to be. Listen, they, no, they, you're they, welcome anytime. No, they hear plenty of me. Nah, they don't, they, you got your own time to do your own thing. So I, I, but I, I've heard you on the radio at night. I've, I've listened because I, I turn it on sometimes when there's a controversial thing or something going on just to get people's take. I don't know. I'll tell you right now. I don't know what you're a fan of, so you'd have to tell me. Wow, that's what, good. See, I don't know what teams you like. I, I have not heard you enough on the air to know if you're a – I don't know see, if you're that's a, a Yankee good fan, that's a good Mets thing. fan, but I haven't heard you enough to know yet because I've only heard you a couple – I heard you one night after – something happened in – what happened in the NCAA tournament where there was a crazy play and you were talking about it all night? There was one play that was all night. No, it wasn't. It was the upset. The upset. Uh, when, oh, yeah. uh, was it Sister Jean or the 16 no. over the one? When the 16 over oh, the one. Oh, that was great. That was, I, I can't listen, stand I Virginia. Listened that night. Can't stand them. See, I listened that night and, and when it was the 16 over the one. And, and it wasn't the 16 over the one. It was the 16 blowing out the one. So it was a, you know, it, it, we waited all those years to have a 16 beat a one. A 16 didn't beat a they one. They wanted going away. A 16 didn't even have any drama. They had the game won with 15 minutes left to play. I mean, the game was over. And it was so, so apropos right. that it was Virginia. Of all the teams. And how about that comeback, by the way? I got to mention this. Remember that Syracuse comeback? A couple of years ago against them, yep. can't score. They when you're going to point one way, you know what? That's going to come back and bite you in the butt. So tell me, what's your baseball team? Yankees. You're a Yankee fan. Love the Yankees. Always been a Yankee fan. Whole life. Family. Your father a Yankee fan. Dad, Mickey Mantle guy like you. Okay. Not as into it as we are, okay. but he passed it along. Ninety-five right. was you the first brothers? year. I have two sisters. Okay. They're one is crazy. Fan? No, oh, one, one is crazy Yankees. Crazy Yankees. Three years younger than me, and then I have a 16-year-old sister. Right. Not into it at Not all. A, okay. Doesn't care. She cares about, uh, you know, Taylor Swift. Concerts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Now, now, Yankee fan, Jets or Giants? Neither. Football out of market, and this is a connection Go to ahead. you. What is it? The Miami Dolphins. Why is it a connection to me? Mr. T. Oh, you're so. What, why is that the connection? Well, because you've had him on the show for okay, so many so years. Mr. T- you know, you have a relationship. So, no, that's not the. I, oh, Dan Marino's my guy. Dan Marino. Okay. And the, you got to remember something. Growing up, you know, I'm seven, eight years old. The Jets were co-tight and an embarrassment. Right. The Giants were like the most boring giant team ever with Dave Brown and Danny Cannell. Right, yes. And I know it was the end of his career, but Marino was it was cool. He was Absolutely. the man. That was my guy. Yep. And unfortunately, you know, I picked a Dolphin team that has not seen an AFC title game in my lifetime. You know, I hear Joe doing all this, you know, belly yes. aching. I haven't seen much either. No, Joe's team has been be- actually been better. I know. know which uh, is Okay, sad. so you're a Dolphin fan. Dolphin fan. And Nick fan? Yeah, unfortunately. Right. If there's a team I could give up, it's them. They are hopeless. Are you a hockey guy or not a hockey guy? I mean, guy? casual. Do you do hockey? Occasionally. Playoff time. And like you. Are you a Ranger guy? Ranger, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I would say out of all the sports, I'll do more on the college football and the college basketball. You like college football? Love college football. See, so do I. I love college, college basketball football. more, though. I like so, college basketball more than the NBA. And I'll tell okay. you why. Okay. Because I can watch that tournament, and I don't know what's going to happen. The NBA this year, you knew going into the year who's winning the title. That's brown for the sport. It's not good. It's not good. Well, but it's always been that way. But at least in the 90s, as good as Jordan was, and it was you know, Michael Jordan, you could be teased, maybe it'd be the But Knicks. if you even go back to the days of the Celtics and the Lakers, you always knew the big teams. But I mean, didn't you get the a big sense that some of those other teams produced... could beat them, though? Once in a while. But remember, I go back to the days when Bill Russell won all the time. So I actually I saw that. those days. You know, you knew that Wilt's teams would be good and Bill Russell's teams would be good, just like you knew Michael's teams would be good and LeBron's teams would be good. It's just the way it is. The sport's always that way. But... The tournament is great. It's killed the regular season in college. No, there's no unless there you no, have a school, yeah, unless you have a yeah. team or you wager on it. Yeah, regu- it's like wake me up, 
Last weekend, a regular season, conference tournaments into the main tournament. I hate Syracuse not being in the Big East, by the way. Bothers me. Oh, listen, Bothers but, me. But you know Beheim didn't want to go. Yeah, they had no choice. Yeah, football well, football no runs choice. it, but he didn't want to go, yeah. as you know. And it killed him. It killed UConn worse. It destroyed UConn. Because at least they ended up in a very good conference. Yes. UConn's in nowhere. No. I mean, the, yeah, it's although just, Hurley can coach. I like him a lot. Yeah, it's just, it, it just killed him. Absolutely killed him. It's killed him in every sport. It's just it's just a tough situation for them. Uh, we're talking with John Dostremski. So are you a horse guy or not a horse guy? We were just talking about this with Monster. So you're a gambler. Ago. You like to gamble. Oh, I love sports gambling. So uh, Horses and, don't, and not you, at all. And you like craps. Love craps and blackjack. But you're not a horse player. Never got and into it. And it's the best gambling there is, you know, by far. And I, I'm not – listen, I don't care if someone bets football, basketball, whatever they bet, it's fine with me. Uh, but it's the only sport where – it's the only game where you get – Really, a bang for your buck. I believe that. Oh well, yeah. You know, I just don't know it. That's you the can, problem. You can have a horse you love, and he's six to one, not even money, or you know, to lay in twelve to ten. You know, you're like you're getting six to one. Yeah, I mean, value. Or, or you have an exacty like, and you get paid twenty two dollars for two dollars. I mean, well, I've a, done that, it. Listen, that, I have. That's why that's a good will send me tips. Moose will send me tips. I don't know about Mon's tips. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, listen, he's... I don't know about Moose's tips. I've never... I don't know how good they are. I've never been to the track with either one. They I mean, love I, it, though. They love it like yeah, you no, do. No, no. They both love it. I just don't know if they're good handicappers. I've never really been to the track with them to know if they're good handicappers. They might be. I just really can't. I, I'm not sure if they are or not. I don't know that yet. But they love horse racing. They do. They both love horse racing. Absolutely. Well, And that's the problem for me. Like, with horses, I don't know it. Even though, you know, I'm going to be wrong a good amount of the time, at least with, like, the NFL, I know the teams. College football, I know the teams. I don't like betting baseball. It's just a hard grind. You know, the thing that's going to kill you in those sports is the VIG's going to kill you. That's yes. all. The VIG just kills you. you well, have, baseball, you, the worst. Well, well, forget baseball. Yeah. You, just in the other sports, you have to win 55% to break even. So it's just that's the hard part, you know? That's, but it's fun, man. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's it's so great. Fun. Uh, the NFL is, is, is crazy. It's the I mean, best. It really is. It's the best. So, you, so your favorite sport is what? Oh, jeez. I mean, depends on the season, man. I love baseball now. So you can't NFL, answer. It's funny. You know what? And in college troops. It's funny that you say that because I can't answer. I can't. I never can answer. Because, like, right now, I'm in a baseball. I don't have a favorite sport. I've but been come asked August, that, I'll can't, I can't wait for football. I've been asked that question a thousand times, a million times in my life. And I've always said I don't have a favorite sport, which is true. I don't. I, I couldn't see myself without football on a football Sunday. I mean, I, I love football on a football Sunday. I couldn't see myself without all different things. Uh, I couldn't see myself without October baseball. Couldn't see myself without all different sports at different times of the year. So to me, it's seasonal. It's very seasonal what I like. But uh, for one day, if you said, I'll take this one day away from you, I think the NFL Sunday Regular season is the best. Regular yes. season Sundays. Sunday, hey, as you say, hey, Sunday, Sunday at one is the NFL. Boom. That is the NFL. Playoffs are not the NFL. Sunday at one is no, the NFL. No, because you don't get the full slate of games. No, Sunday like, at one is the NFL. I have the ticket. Now, I got it set up because of the local games. It's not as good as yours, obviously. Well, but, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not no, on no. that kind of budget. Well, that, it's not about that. It's just you have to have, you need the TVs. I mean, it's just like. If you, you don't know. have the TV, and that's why, like, my girlfriend will say it's disturbing. You put one on the red zone now? Well, well I do, this, oh. remember, local game, right. Jet Giant, right. Dolphin game, need the Dolphin game. And I root for Iron Eagle to be doing the Dolphin games. Gotcha. That's my boy. So, so I need him Iron doing the Dolphin Fouts games. now you guys, yeah, right? I love okay. Iron. Iron's great. Guy. He's amazing. Iron used to sit right in that chair right there. Crazy. Mons, maybe he'll be doing no, uh, the Jet other Dolphin chair. anytime soon. Oh, the other chair. Yeah, C-Mac. He sat where Chris is. That's me. That's it. That's if C Max doing dolphin games, I'll be. Uh, That's what I'm, 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 pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I hosted the night uh, of the 16 over the one. 
You did. I'm pretty sure that was me, yeah. You were on that night. It was at a wedding. That's right. I was on that night. You were on that night. He wasn't on that night. No. Oh, you were on that night. I'll I'll be honored that you didn't know the difference. Because if I'm as good as JJ. I'm telling you, I don't remember who was on, but I I listened that night. Because I know I turned it on after that game was over. Because I remember coming back. I was at a wedding, and a buddy of mine from Syracuse. And, you know, being at the ball, watching all the games, everybody was glued to the TV. And I'm watching the Syracuse game, keeping Taz bouncing back, back and forth, back and forth. And I couldn't wait to come back Sunday. I'm like, of course, the one weekend I'm away, a 16 beats a one seed. It's like, come on, get me hey, back we on waited, the edge. See, got a treat, though. We waited a long time for a 16 to beat a one. I mean, for someone who goes back to this tournament to 19, doing it for CBS back in 1982, okay, we waited a long time for this. And that one was very anticlimactic because there was no shot. There yeah. was no moment. There was, the, you know, we had had some great moments, Princeton-Georgetown, uh, and East Tennessee State team almost beat Oklahoma on the, on the last shot of the game. And then the, Oklahoma came back two days later and beat Lamar by 40. So it just shows you. The second round, they won by 40. The first round, they lost. They, they were down to one shot against East Tennessee State. And then the next two days later, they won by 40 points. That so must have been wild, you. man. It just doing, shows you. Yeah. doing those CBS days. Yeah, with those Brent were great. Yeah. And Jimmy Agree. And, and, and then Nance. And Nance. The, and yeah, Brent, mean, yeah, Brent and I started doing the tournament together. Absolutely. How about that Vegas channel he's got now? That's, yes. Vegas channel. I, I've, been, I've been in touch with those guys. I have, I've had a lot of conversations with them. Yes, they're doing very well. They really are. It's, it's, they have a very interesting concept, what they're doing out there. And, it's, uh, and Brent has always loved that stuff. I mean, going back many, many years. Uh, yeah, Greek would have liked to be around right now with all the stuff oh, going sure. on. He was way, way ahead of his time. So, all right, so now I got, so what's in the, what's in the future for you? What, uh, marriage, maybe. What's your girlfriend's name? Caitlin. Caitlin. And my two sisters, Caroline and Julie. My All sister's right. listening right now. She goes, you didn't mention my name. So now I All mention right, the name. Now she's man. happy. Now you mentioned yeah. the name. And, and uh, wait, his sister, inter- his sister interned here. You didn't say that. Well, many moons ago. She had Bleacher Report now. She's a Bleacher Report. Social media. Oh, she's in the business. She loves it. Really? She likes baseball a lot more. Yeah. She actually was screening calls for my overnight, which is a little weird. Really? When I first started, yeah. She was, you had your sister on screening your phone calls. At one point, yeah. That's bizarre. Didn't want to work here, though. Just yeah, Remsky takeover. Yeah, she didn't was... like it here? No, she loved everybody she was, here. She's a writer? Um, Social media stuff. Okay. So... She was a writer. Now she does a lot more of the tweeting and all that stuff. Okay. So now you're 30, right? Yeah. So what do you think? Just keep grinding, What man. job you got your eyes on? I don't... Come on. Not, tell no, you. Come no, on. No, no, Wait no. a second. That's Wait not, a second. Not that is case. such garbage. No, no, no. Okay? It's not garbage. I can tell you right now. It's not when garbage. When I came in the station and I saw Pete... I had my eye on Pete's job so bad that I said, you know what, That I want Pete's job. I said it to myself a thousand times. Pete Franklin was in the afternoon. I wanted Pete's job uh, right there. Yeah, so but it's you're not, not one job, saying, no, 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 I no. want that no, no, no. job. Because here's you don't the thing, want my Mike. job? I'll take any job where I'm on the air five days a week here. I'm dead serious. Just being, I don't care the time. I don't care the place. Whenever. It's just the idea of being on here, right. talking to the audience, right. being able to do my thing. Right. The time, obviously money comes into play, ratings come into play. I get that. But it's about just, for me at least now, being on the air, building what Absolutely. I'm trying to do and going from there. I, well, And then I know you'll think that it'll, the other things won't matter. They will. Of course. Because they always matter. Yeah. It's just as you get older, they matter. Yeah. That's just the way I life get that. is. They do. Kids are expensive. I know. Well, that. everything's expensive. Yeah. And, you know, it just matters. I mean, just everything, it, it does matter. So that's right now, that's the goal. So to get uh, every day, five day a week show, see the light. You want to be on during, uh, during a day somewhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, that's what you like to do. I mean, you know, eventually. I mean, right? that's the idea. But being here matters to me, too. 
because this is home. You know, I'm a New York guy. Right. People are going to hear my voice. Now, I do the network, and sometimes people like it. Other times I'll get tweets saying, who's this Yankee? Who's this yeah, New Yorker? I don't stuff. care. Yeah, don't worry about that. And you know what? Costas gave great advice. I was at one of these Q&A seminars back right. when I was at Syracuse. A lot right. of them are a bunch of BS. But I asked him a question about an accent. I said, look, I'm looking to do sports radio. I go, do you think it's important that I, you know, maybe give up the accent? He goes, absolutely not. He goes, if it's a part of who you are, then roll with it. So it to makes me, no that's, difference. You know, it's hey, about what was, you know. There was a listen. There was a time when you wouldn't have got on with Dog's voice. You wouldn't have got on with my voice. You wouldn't have got on. Everyone would have sounded like Ed Coleman, okay, or someone who has one of those silky smooth, real yeah. regular voices, radio voices. Okay, that day's changed dramatically. Plus, sports radio is. Is for the you know a guy in Boston sounding like a guy from Boston. A guy in New York sounds like a guy from New York. I mean that's just the way. Well, it and is. that's what so, you want to hear. You want to hear right, like the well, talk you'd hear at a bar after a yeah, game so is it, what you're trying to bring really, here. What matters is just what you deliver. It's just your performance. You know your passion, information, performance, personality, information, all that stuff. That's what's important. That's the other stuff. The voice. That's not going. That's not going to make or break it one way or the other. It's not going to make any difference. So he's right about that completely. And that's changed even on the network level. In the beginning, I'm telling you that that changed, and that's one of the things I helped change because there, right before there used to be that you had to have a cookie cutter. So, yeah, everyone was always the same on the networks because they thought that's the way it had to be. That everyone had to always be that Midwestern had to have that Midwestern sound and that Midwestern look so that you couldn't tell where someone was from or know anything about them or anything like that. That all changed. It's much more personality driven now. And it's much, and now it's a whole different world. It's a, it's a great business to break into now. And I'm serious. There's two, there's two things I'll say about the business now that, uh, and I tell this to the kids whenever I do these seminars or anything like that. It's easier now to get in the business than it was when we started by far, by far so much easier because you have, podcasts and you have apps and you have a million social media sites and this listen there's a million places to break into i mean there's a million places where you can produce content and you can go on youtube you can start your own thing you can do, and somebody will see you or hear you the harder part now is in those days you had to go to abc cbs nbc there was nothing else that was and espn was just when i started espn was just starting when i started okay. espn had one building and they did not have a live show. When I first went up there to work at ESPN, they offered me a job. They did not. They had one building up, and they did not have a live show. They were just putting tape shows on the air, taped college football games. They did not have one live event. That's how long ago it was. And the guy, Bill Fitz, was running it. And it was way back in those days, Scotty Connell and Bill Fitz. You're talking about the days when they had, you know, uh, maybe Berman was up there and uh, maybe uh, Bob Lee and a couple other guys like that. None, you know, and, and Sal Marciano was up there, and guys like that. Talking about way in the beginning. and But now the difference is it's while it's easy to get started, it's very hard to cut through now because there are so many different voices and so many different people. It's harder to get to the top than it used to be, but it's easier to get in the business than it used I to be. I can see that. Because there's just so many voices now that you got to cut through so many different people. So you got to be unique and you have to be yourself because you really need a way to distinguish yourself from everybody else, either with your but here's personality the with that, though, or Mike. your information. How many of these be. clowns out there now will try to have these, like, couple of networks, I don't want to name them, but you know right. what, I will. I don't care. Yeah. 
they try to have these dopey hot takes. They take, that's oh, nonsense. it's so see, that's corny. Nonsense. It's so lame. See, but that's not see, real. See, you would think people would see right through they it. They do see, but through I think it. a lot of people now. I'll mention. I don't want to mention names. They now have made money because of some of the outrageous stuff that well, they listen, said. Listen, one guy started that. Bayless. Right? Of course. Well, the guy who, Jamie, who was producing, Jamie Harwood. Fox, yeah. And Jamie came up with that whole idea of doing that. And he and I have talked about it. So he came up with something that he believed in, and it worked. But everyone knows that's for TV. And TVs, when you're doing it on TV, it's different than when doing it on the radio. Okay? I was really talking about sports talk for you guys, especially for you right now. And from sports talk, it's about cutting through. And you have to it's, – it's coming up with a, a, a voice or a sound or a content or something that makes you stand out. That's what it really comes down to. So I do think it's much easier to get started, but I think it's harder to get through because there's a lot more clutter than there used to be because there's so many places now. You, know, you ever see how many podcasts there are? There's a zillion Crazy. of them. I mean, yeah. there's a new one every day. And there's, you know, there's a million different everything. And now look how many sports stations – we were the first sports station in the country, number one, the only one in the country. Now there's thousands and thousands of them, you know, sports talk stations in the country. This place still matters, though. Oh, still and you know the best. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, I'm not, absolutely it matters. And that's what, but you know what? It's going to be guys like you or the young guys or any of the guys who are here now who have got to carry that on. Because you know what? That's what you need. You need the next generation to pop up. That's it. So now, so the next time I say, what job? You got to say, hey. That's the job I want. So that's it. Uh, you want me to have a job in mind? No, I? it doesn't have to be. I'm only teasing. Okay. You don't have to. But you know what? That's, you got to have you got to have a goal. Of course. Yeah. You know, you got to have a goal. That's so, the idea. That's it. Keep grinding, baby. So, all right, I'm going to ask. Let's see. What should we ask him before we get let go, get out now? All right. Uh, see, these guys know me though, so that's like you know. They know you. Yeah, of course they know me. Is he a temper guy or is he a nice guy? What is he to the call? Are you nice to everybody? Or you get mad? You get angry? Depends or on the day. You get feisty. If I have to be. Yeah. Is he nice on the air? Is he is he is he tough or is he uh, easy going on the air? He's good, but he's right. He doesn't need a co-host. He can just go. That's good. I like that. Oh, and you're a little crazy, that because they want you know. But most of the time, they're going to want to. They like two-man shows. Of course, it is. So I mean, you can. And that's fine. It's something I definitely want to do. No, not in overnight because they don't want to pay it. That's exactly Overnight, they only want one guy. They don't want to pay two guys. That's really that's the reason. It's economics. It's nothing else. That's all it is. Is economics. So from that standpoint, so that's a good place to be right now. You're happy. You like doing the overnight. Love what I'm doing. The overnight's a little, a little, just a little tough on your schedule though, right? When do you sleep? To be honest, Mike, I'm kind of used to it. When do you sleep? I go to bed. Do you take naps? No. I go to bed at 6.30, wake up at 1. Some days later. at 6.30 and wake up at 1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Creature tonight. But That's it's okay. It. Especially this time of the year, I push it. When it's miserable outside, there will be days where, you know, you don't wake up till 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But gotcha. if you're working the next day, it don't matter. All right. So the first day, do you remember what, you're, what you talked about the day you came on the, uh, the, the show when you won? I do. What was it about? A.J. Burnett. Killing A.J. Burnett. Said I wanted no part of him in a postseason rotation. A.J. Burnett. I think I said a million-dollar arm, five-cent head. I think that was the line I used. And he, you know, he did have that one good game. In 2009. Game. He had the one Spring game. game twos. He did. He pitched the one. He finally came up with that one game for the Yankees. It, it took him a long time. You know, that, he did have talent, though, too. You know, that's funny. And he killed that, the Yankees before he got there with that's, Toronto. That's killed a, him. That's a name from the past. Who's your all-time favorite Yankee? Paul O'Neill. All right. Paul O'Neill. Now, the first favorite I had was, was Mattingly in 95. Okay. And I, I was devastated. That. I hysterically cried when they lost that Mariner series. Hysterical. 
I, I didn't get over it as a seven-year-old for, like, weeks. That was a tough series to lose. Griffey slide home, oh, Brent going crazy. Hey, that was miserable. I was right in the FAN studio waiting to go on the air as soon as the game ended, and Dog was running around the table driving me nuts as they scored the run. He was jumping on top of the console when they scored the run, rooting against me. So I remember that. We were in the studio. We went on the air after the game. We so you guys dog, probably got on the air at like midnight that night. We went on right. when well, those days, we didn't have the game. So what we would do is Dog and I would do our show. We'd then stay in when the game was on the road, watch the game, and come on for about an hour and a half after the game was over. That's awesome. And we'd go crazy after the game. And that is where John's highlights became part of the city because we played the highlights right after the game, and we would go crazy on his home run calls. And it was a Bernie goes boom call that became the call that launched Sterling with the calls. And Sterling started naming the calls because Dog would play them in the afternoon. That's where it started. I've told people that a million times. It started when Sterling played them. He was really doing that because Dog would replay them in the afternoon. He loved them. So he would say, I got to play it again. If I play it. And he would play that Sterling call. And those calls where John came with that whole Yankee thing with the coming up with all the nicknames and everything, all was because we were playing the calls in the afternoon. That's where it all came Bernie from. Bernie goes, boom. I bet you that was game it, one. It Randy was Myers. A, it was Orioles, a triple. Right? It wasn't a postseason was game. It, it was a regular season game. Crazy okay. slugfest game where Bernie cleared the bases in the eighth inning with a triple. I think it was against Tampa Bay. Yeah. I just remember you guys playing it a lot. Yeah, and it was a and but then what happened during the playoffs? We would always play them, you know, because of the fact that you know we could then you know play them after the game was over. We would have fun with them after the game. So uh, and then there'd be times where you know we would do different things where we weren't allowed to play them. We play them anyway, you know. So there was all all kinds of crazy stuff. So, but we we used to be on after the game. So think about what we used to do. We used to do a show afternoon and then come back and do the show at. One twelve thirty, one o'clock until two thirty in the morning. I was gonna say, what was the latest you were on after one oh, of those playoff 2:30 games? Two thirty in the morning. I was at the game six. The Yankees win in game six, Saturday night. Dog wasn't at the stadium that night. I went to the game, the Girardi triple to finally win the championship, and I went up and did two hours after the game with Susan after the game that night on the air. Because Dog wasn't there. So Susan was with me that night in Game 6 at the stadium Saturday night after they won that game 3-2 in Game 6 to finally win the World Series in 96. That night I was on with her, and that's still the loudest I ever heard Yankee Stadium. I was going to say, was that the loudest or loudest the Mattingly ovation? Ever. Nope. The loudest Girardi. ever was the Girardi triple. was the loudest I ever heard Yankee Stadium in my life. That counts. Mantle, everything else. The loudest I ever heard it was the Girardi triple. Or if, or if, uh, Greg Maddox? Greg Maddox. Yeah. That, that triple which I think was in the fifth inning, if I remember right. I think the fifth. I think uh, it was early. I think it was like the third. The third was, yeah, it, it was might have third. been the Close third. Close enough. Close might have been the third. Yeah. It, was, it was in the middle of the game. And whatever it was, that triple that night was the loudest I ever heard the stadium. That was that, And there were nights where it was crazy. I'll tell you, the nights where they had the Brocious home run and the Tino home runs against yeah, that Arizona. That was a that the stadium young was Kim. that stadium was coming down that night too. I mean that was crazy that night too. It really was. I mean that was wild. Really, those games were just crazy. Well, listen, good to have you. Good for you. Thanks nice for having to see me, you. man. Nice to see you. This was fun. Good luck. So, I appreciate I'm glad that. I, so 2011 to now. So you happy with everything? Everything's going along well. All's good, man. All's good. All right. Well, keep up the good work. I appreciate Thanks. that. Thank you, John Dostremski. Back after this.